What's up, gangsters? It is Stacey Turris, your local brain gangster, along with Carrie Treadway, my yeah, partner yeah. in crime. And we are here today to talk about ways to reduce anxiety, which I think probably a majority of yes. us are having a hard time with anxiety lately. Um, it's a new year though, new start. We don't want to carry that old crap from 2017. No, 2018's going to be a better yeah. year. We know this. Right. I mean, it's February, but that's cool. <laughs> I feel good about the year. You do? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. You don't? Not really. <laughs> it's been rough. Um, there's going to be some hardships and reasons why we need to reduce anxiety, what we need to talk about today, but Well, and also life is pretty much anxiety ridden. Always. Like it never goes away. Unless so, you learn some techniques. Right. So we cannot get rid of things that cause the anxiety, but we can get rid of ways that we react to the anxiety. So number one on our list today is laughter. <laughs> <laughs> laughter is so important to both Carrie and I. We live in different states. She's in Kansas, I'm in California, and we actually make trips so that we can meet each other and have like laughter therapy for two days. So laughter is really cool because it actually triggers the release of um, serotonin and the endorphins, which we all love how endorphins make us feel. And it also reduces the level of cortisol, which is that horrible stress hormone that wreaks havoc on our body. So number one, and we are good at that. Yes, we're good at that. So number two is being mindful. So really being present in your day and thoughts and all of the things that are going on in your brain just because if you've got those negative thoughts just continually stewing. Yes, then you just... It just causes trouble. And you know what? You know how um, like those where you talk to a plant... Yeah. In a negative way versus yeah, yeah, yeah. a positive way. Yeah, and the one thrive, the positive one thrives, and the negative one dies. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Just, you're a plant when you're, you're talking to yourself. Like, talk to yourself how you would talk to a sweet old woman sitting next to you, or a sweet old man. Like, <laughs> we deserve compassion for ourselves. We do. But also with mindfulness, it's just like being present and where you feel at that moment but not judging where you feel at that moment because that's where the anxiety comes in. So when you have a thought, we're quick to say, oh, bad thought, oh, good thought. We don't have to label them as bad or good and we don't have to attach onto them. We can just let them go by. So that's what mindfulness is about. Okay, number three, meditation. I love meditation. I'm not very good at it yet. This is what I love about people that say they're not good at meditation. Like, there's literally no skill that you have to have in meditation other than getting your ass to the floor and sitting down. Because basically what meditation is, is we are trying to get to a point where, as we said with mindfulness, with meditation, we're sitting there and these thoughts are coming to us. And we're just letting them go by like clouds. Like we look at it, we yeah. notice it, I'm like, but we don't out. judge it. We don't. We just let it go by, and so it gives you this break, this space where you're not surrounded by the stimulants and all these, you know, things coming into your senses, and and so it really lets you just 
seriously take a beat from life and let your body and your mind and everything just sort of release. Well, and whenever I was saying I wasn't good at it, I meant like I'm not good about actually taking Getting the time to, the... to do that. Okay. Oh, because that's what that was going to remind me. Okay. So anyway, the thing is, is that a lot of people with an active brain like you have, <laughs> they do though have a hard time meditating. Like I have ADHD. I think a lot of shit. And I also understand people that think they can't sit down, they can't sit still, they can't meditate. You know, I totally get that. But the thing is, is that that's why it's called practice because you're never going to be perfect at it. And so we practice meditation and it's just like if you're going to practice shooting hoops, you know, for an hour you're shooting hoops. You're not making every single shot, but it doesn't matter because that's all part of the practice. So the misses are just as good as the hits when you're shooting basketball. It's practice, and that's the same with meditation. You sit down, you do it, and you're creating these new pathways in your brain, and you're making new connections, and so it's practice. Yes, it is. I need to work on that practice. But <laughs> it also, practice. it yeah, it definitely... It lowers your blood, your um, your pulse rate. It lowers your blood pressure. It's oxygen in your body. Yeah. It feels good when I do it. It feels really good. <laughs> and then I'm like, why don't I do this all the time? Yeah, I know. Well, it's just hard to make time to do nothing. In our heads, we're like, really? I have to go sit down and do nothing? And really, first of all, who gives a shit if you're doing nothing? Like, I think that's our prerogative even though everybody else thinks it's super cool to be busy all the time, I myself fancy every so often going, you know what? I hate me. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm not going to do shit. That's how I'm going to roll today. But yeah, it's hard. But then this is the thing. Once you get on the mat or the floor, whatever, you know, two weeks into it, you are seeing the, the results of meditation and... And then it's like, you know, like when you kind of got a little chubby over the winter. I don't know we have to look at me. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I, I fully participated I, I mean, I did. in holiday eating. It was the plus LB challenge. <laughs> but I had so much fun. Yeah, I didn't regret any of it. No, but then, you know, okay, so now. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed yes. to have an air, a time of that, and you're supposed to have a time of cleansing, which is where we're at in the first part of the yes. year. Yes. Cleansing and thinking about forward about the new year and yep. what the promises are of that new year. Yes, and not being anxious about it. No. And if you continue to meditate and practice, it will reduce your anxiety, yeah, I promise. Yeah, it really will. And then the other one is changing perception. So with changing perception, I've told this story before, but sometimes when you're in the middle of a shit storm, it's hard to see anything but shit. That's all right? you can see. That's you can't like, see from the... No. Whatever, whatever, the, whatever the view is called. <laughs> the high level view. Like to see the whole thing. Oh. Bird's eye? Yeah, maybe. Hmm. I like it. <laughs> so you're in the middle of the shit storm. So... Basically, oh my gosh, I totally forgot what I was going to well, say. Well, think about this where you're not sure about the bird's eye view. So if you're really in the middle of an avalanche, right? You're like, oh my God, my life's ending. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're in a helicopter and you see that avalanche is yes. really only like one cubic foot of that whole area. If that right. guy gets out of that, it's all sunny. Right. <laughs> right. So stepping back is something. Stepping back is something that will help you in changing your perception. 
getting out of the shit storm, stepping back, looking at who are these players involved? What is the root of this person's behavior that I'm having the issue with? Maybe can you find compassion in where they're coming from, even though you totally don't agree on it? Um, or, or just changing your perception in general. So the story that I always tell is, you know, my kids, I mean, I had a hard time being, <laughs> being a mom. <laughs> my kids were little, like I thought I was going to go insane. So I remember being in the backyard and the kids were insane, like running around, jumping on the trampoline, blah, blah, blah. I was so stressed out. Even sitting in the backyard, they're playing so stressed out. And then my neighbor next door asked me to run over and so I ran over to her house and she happened to have an upstairs um a two-story and one of the rooms looked down over my backyard and so I went to the room and I just to check on the kids and from that different perception your bird's eye view I see the same exact scenario going on in my backyard but it looks like the most fun thing ever. Like these kids are having a blast and they're running around and I'm like, why am I getting my panties in a bunch? Because these kids are having fun. It's like I had to get myself out of the middle of the chaos to see it for really what, you know, to see it for what it really was. And, and that was changing my perception. And that allowed me to then, from then on, when I'm in the backyard, I always think of that view from the top and change my perception so that I can enjoy that with the kids instead of like, you know, wanting to tear my hair out. Well, and with back to meditation, the practice of that helps with your breathing technique. So if you're like big, deep breath and just completely change the current thought process that you yes. have that doesn't make sense. Adding ox oxygen to your body in general is just so good for like we said, you know, instilling calmness, oh, reducing anxiety, getting oxygen so to the brain, which makes your brain work better, which, you know, we could all use that, especially me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like half-ass brain going all the time. That's not going to help anyone. Well, and I always have to throw out this because this applies everywhere in life. Um, oh, God. Are you going to ever? <laughs> yes. Are you ready for it? I love this. Okay. So this is a quote that I've, in the last two days, I've two heard hours. four times. Two hours, probably. Okay. Um, but thinking about changing your perception, there is a quote that was done by somebody that I'm sure was really smart. I'm going with it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. But it was like, success in life is 85% attitude and only 15% skill. So if you right. have a shitty negative attitude, it's not gonna go real well for you. Yeah, you could be change your perception. You could be the the smartest, the most the most intelligent person, the best sales. No, you wouldn't be a best salesman if you had a shitty attitude, huh? Anyway, you can have the skill and not have the attitude, and you yeah, you not, could just be a really smart go, builder, but nobody wants you to build their house because they you're just think a you're dick. angry. <laughs> <laughs> So those are five ways. Oh no, we still have another one. Yeah, those were yeah, four ways. <laughs> we started to get anxious there. It looks like. Okay, go ahead. What's the last one? That one, Joel. That's all you. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. So I love doing this. So visualization techniques, and visualization techniques. It's so funny because our brains that are so smart are also so dumb. 
because they really can't tell a difference when we're visualizing something or if it's really happening. Part of it obviously can, but part of it cannot. And that's why dreams feel so real. And when we're watching scary movies, we get so involved or emotional because there's part of the brain that's like, oh my gosh, this is happening. So we can use that to our benefit with visualization techniques. Thank you for tuning in to Brain Gangster Live on reducing anxiety. And um, we're never prepared enough to know what our next show is. So we will see you next time. It's fun.